This is Coach Lee, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you about the psychology of reattracting your ex. Right after a breakup, you are programmed to do the exact wrong thing if you want your ex back, because whatever it is, to get your ex back immediately, it's as though they're falling over a cliff and you're having to act quickly to save them, to save the relationship. And the irony is that that's the last thing that you should do, acting quickly acting out of panic, acting out of desperation, begging, pleading. Those are the things that actually push your ex away and give you the smallest chance of getting them back. Instead of doing the things you need to do to reattract your ex after a breakup to have the best chance of getting them back. So step number one to reattracting your ex after a breakup is to understand the location. What I mean by that is, is that at the point of the breakup, if you want things to work out and they don't, then you're in different places, yes. But what I'm talking about is that you are in this place where you're basically face to face with them at the point of intimacy. You want that. They, on the other hand, have pulled back. Now, there's a funny thing about intimacy. It can become very unhealthy. Intimacy is great. But when you go past a point, you go into an unnatural, unhealthy side of intimacy where you go way past it. And the thing is, is that if your ex has pulled away, you feel like the only way you can get close to them is moving toward them. And so you cross this imaginary line to where it becomes very creepy, uncomfortable, where you can make them just want to get further away from you. And so if you do that, you are actually repulsing you're pushing away your ex. You're pushing them to run faster and further from you. And so it's very important that you do not cross that line and that you understand where you are. You have to stand. You actually even need to pull back a little bit because even that place where you're face to face with them in intimacy is now inappropriate. And it's because they have said this. And so sometimes people will say to me, but I need to show that I'm committed to the relationship. I need to show them that I'm still here and I'm still wanting the relationship. I'm not saying that you tell them you don't want the relationship or that you act as though you don't. What I'm telling you is, is that you back off simply because they have said they don't want to be in a relationship with you. They've broken this. And for you to remain in it will make you look unstable, creepy, unhealthy. It will make you look bad and it will not be attractive. So that's step one, understanding the location and being willing not to cross the line and even to back away a little bit. But at the very least, you cannot cross over and chase because even though it feels like that makes sense because of the pressure and the panic of the moment, that's actually not what you want to do. And it will not be welcomed by your ex. Number two, if you want to reattract your ex, you must give them the breakup. You have probably heard me say this before. It's very important because the breakup in their mind when they come to you and say, I want to break up. First of all, they've been thinking about it for a while. And so you're not going to be able to talk them out of it. But the point is, is that they need to actually experience the breakup because if it's just something they think they want, they don't know for sure. And it amazes me how consistently when you let someone experience the breakup, when you basically just stand back and say, I believe in myself, I believe in the relationship that we had, they will get their act together and figure this out or I will be fine anyway. When you have that attitude, how attractive you become and how regularly I see the other person reach out. 
Does it work every time? It does not. So for those of you in the comments who are hyper negative, just understand that I see it work a lot. And there's a lot of people in the comments who it does work for just because it doesn't work in your exact situation or it didn't work a few years ago does not mean that it never works. If anything will work, this will, but nothing is guaranteed because people have free will and they make their own decisions. And sometimes you don't even count that you've messed up. A lot of people, when I do coaching, I'll say, so there's been no contact, right? No, no, there hasn't. Well, I mean, other than, you know, I sent her some flowers. That counts and that's a bad thing. Or they'll say, no, there's been absolutely no contact, except that I went to his house and took his cat and left a note saying, if you want to see your cat, you need to come see me and talk to me. And he called the police really happened. But other than that, there's been no contact. So a lot of people tend to justify when they mess up with the no contact rule. Now you can get back on the bandwagon just because you did mess up the no contact rule. It doesn't mean that you have no hope, but you also need to level with yourself and understand that you probably at least set it back. And so when things aren't happening, quickly enough for you, it very well could be because you have violated no contact. You have done some things you shouldn't have done. It could also be that you misunderstood the relationship you had with this person, that maybe they just weren't as into you as you were into them. If that's not you. And if you know for sure that this was a very loving, intense, passionate, committed relationship, then you have a good chance but you need to do some things and it's going to be difficult. The reason it's going to be difficult is because reattracting someone usually after a breakup, at least is counterintuitive. It's far more intuitive when the two of you are beginning to date, getting to know each other, things are going well. Then a lot of the times it makes sense, even though still some of it is a little bit counterintuitive. I can tell you this much after a breakup, it is usually extremely counterintuitive for someone who wants to get their ex back. And a lot of times they will even think, Coach Lee, you're not taking it seriously enough. Number three on my list of reattracting your ex is one that will surprise a lot of you. And that is don't jump back into the dating world. Now here's why. I know that other coaches will disagree. I do have 20 years that I can look at. And based on what I have seen, it's not the thing to do for many reasons. If we're just talking about getting your ex back, here's why it's better that you don't jump back into dating if you want your ex back. If you don't want your ex back, by all means, if you feel like you've healed enough, which you should, you should grieve and feel like you have grieved out the relationship to where you are at least to some degree have healed from it or else you actually don't allow yourself to heal and you basically take on elements of that relationship again and you never fully get over it. And that's another video in and of itself, but just trust me on that one. People who jump from relationship to relationship usually carry a lot of hurt and they never get over it because they don't grieve out that relationship. But if you want your ex back, here's why you should wait a little while before you date. Now I'm not saying you should never get back out there and date and you should just forever wait on your ex. That's not at all what I'm saying. So don't jump to the comments and tell me that you shouldn't just wait around for someone. It's not what I'm saying. This is more for you but it also puts you in a more attractive spot because what if your ex suddenly comes to their senses? Now here's the thing. They don't know what you want at the moment because a lot of times they think you're mad at them or that maybe you've moved on. They're not sure. And if they hear you're dating someone, if they see you're dating someone, they could just basically wallow in it in that they just think I've done this to myself. I've broken up with them. I can't get them back. So there's no point. I just have to figure out how to deal with it and get over this. 
And so while you're thinking, I'll go out with other people, they'll see me, they'll get jealous, they'll see pictures on Instagram or whatever. But what can often happen is, is that they just think that there's no point. They don't want to feel that rejection. They don't want to just give you the opportunity to really stick it to them and say, no, you dumped me, so you lost me. And so they don't ever reach out and you two don't ever get back together because you thought dating would make them jealous and would somehow play some game with them to get them back. I get the strategy. I get that it sounds right and that it sounds like you're doing the strong thing. But based on thousands of cases, that's actually the wrong thing to do. And it will usually just make it less likely you will go back together with them. It also gives you some time to reflect back on the relationship and to determine if you really want this so that you're in the best place if and when they do come back. And so that if you do decide to date someone else in the future, that you have grieved out this relationship and you're over it. And so you can start in a new relationship and not just feel like you're filling in some of the pieces that have been left by this relationship ending. But again, I want you to get your ex back and I'm telling you, don't just jump back into dating. If it's been four or five months, then that's when you can start thinking about getting back into dating. Otherwise, I suggest you don't. Step number four to reattract your ex is going to be to focus on something you are passionate about. That could be a career, it could be a sport, it could be a class in school, it could be art, it could be learning an instrument, something, first of all, to occupy your mind because it will be difficult. You will want to think about your ex constantly. You will think about the situation constantly. You will worry if they're getting closer to you, what they're doing, what they're thinking. And if you have something to distract you, it's helpful. But also people who are passionate about something, even if it's something that people don't typically think of as being exciting. If you're into sewing or gardening, things that don't just seem like that it's a ton of fun to everyone, but that's not what matters. What matters is, is that you're passionate about something and you have direction. If your ex just thinks you're sitting around waiting on them and you're sad and you don't have anything going in life, that's not attractive. Before I get to step number five, take a quick second and click the subscribe button so you can be notified when I have more videos that can help you find or rescue love. Step number five, and I talk about this in my emergency breakup kit at myexpatcoach.com. That's myexpatcoach.com. And that is when your ex starts moving towards you, that First of all, you are receptive. You don't ignore them, but you stay calm. Remember how I talked about that point of intimacy where when you get there and you're face to face with this person, it's wonderful. But if they back off and you cross over that line, that it's unhealthy, it's creepy. It will push them away and be unattractive. You see, when they get back toward that line, it's helpful if you don't just run back up to that line, but you stay back a little bit too, because the same dynamics are at play here that were in play with you. If there's some space there, you give them room to move and get some momentum to let them see themselves moving towards you. If you start running at them, you give them, first of all, no need to move towards you, no need to do anything, no need to quote, earn you back. And you may think, but I don't want them to. I just want to get this relationship back as soon as possible. But if you are the one who makes up too much of the ground, then they don't feel as invested in the relationship and they are actually further away from that line of intimacy because they stop because you've made up all that ground and they see you and it's like, whoa, okay, there she is. There he is. I don't need to move anymore. And then it starts to actually feel like you're coming across the line. I mean, it feels really up close and personal when they're not quite ready for that. So you really help yourself. If you will stay calm, you won't just say, yes, I miss you. Of course, I'll take you back. You stay nice and reserved because that's what you should be. You need to decide if you want this person back. They hurt you. They need to feel like 
that they have some things to do, that they have to earn you back a little bit, that's good. doesn't mean you don't have any progress. It doesn't mean you don't talk to them. It means if they say, hey, do you want to get back together? Instead of just saying, yes, absolutely. You say, I'm open to that. I'm just going to take it one day at a time. Something like that. And even when they press you, because a lot of times what they're doing is they're wanting to feel that attractiveness again, that they could get you back at any moment. And you don't want to just give that back to them all at once. So the way you reattract them is actually standing your ground, letting them come to you. You're not going to run away, but you're not going to run toward them too much. You're going to make it be a slow moving thing. It's very important. And my bonus point for using psychology to reattract your ex is that you agree with them when they say things that suggest they're not moving quickly. And what I mean by that is if they say, I'm not sure, I just kind of want to see maybe if we can work it out or or if they say something like, I just don't know what I want. You see, the way you could mess that up is if you basically say the opposite, that I'm sure, I'm ready, and it'll be great. You just need to give us another chance and please. And basically you're going into that begging that you would have at the breakup. But what you need to do to be your most attractive self, to give you the best chance of getting them back, is to agree with them, to say, yeah, I'm not ready either. And it doesn't need to sound like you're just saying that because they said it. You need to be honest about it. You might even just use fewer words and say, yeah, I feel the same way right now. One thing you can also do is if they do start saying things that sound like they want to get back together, like they say, I'm just glad we can be seeing each other again and stuff like that, preempt them. Say something like, well, I mean, I'm not ready to just fully get back together yet, but I'm open to it. That's what you say. And then they'll say something like, oh, well, I wasn't saying that either, you know, because of that ego, they'll say something like that. And that's when you just say, okay, glad we're on the same page. I just want to take things slowly. And so even though they said, I'm not on that page or I don't want to do that either, them knowing that you assumed that's what they wanted, it lets them feel like they do have some of that work to do, that maybe you're a little bit further away than they thought. And it certainly makes sure that they don't feel like you're right up in their face trying to be in this point of intimacy again that you're not yet and it's not time to be in yet. It will get there and progress does need to happen, but you need to be careful so that you don't push them away, so that it doesn't seem like they could have just easily gotten you back whenever they wanted to. Because in that situation, that's not attractive. This has been Coach Lee. As always, thank you for watching.